0: Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and thank you for joining us again. Welcome if it's your first time. We make a habit of uh, exploring some of the lesser known corners of jazz recorded history. Although we do some standard-y things as well. But today definitely falls into the former category. There was a band known as the California Ramblers, which was a dance band of white musicians, mostly white musicians, that recorded in the 1920s. In fact, they recorded probably more than just about any other dance band during the period. They had a lot of ins with recording companies, and they were well regarded by music publishers for being a, a very musical and clean organization that could go into the studio and record uh, very good, good uh, versions of pop tunes of the day without a lot of, uh, of that jazz stuff, if you will. Although, we will hear, or we would hear if we were listening to those recordings, quite a bit of very fine jazz. There were some excellent players, and we're going to be meeting quite a few of them today. However, we're not listening to the full band. We're going to be listening to small groups that were derived from the full band. The uh, full band of the California Ramblers was founded by a banjo player named Ray Kitchenman, I should say. And he uh, had a group of uh, like-minded individuals from the Ohio area and they formed a dance group that played in some uh, local uh, dance halls, ballrooms is probably overstating the matter, in New York, starting about 1923 or 24. And that's when they began recording for virtually every label active in the New York scene at the time. Uh, Sometimes under the name of uh, the California Ramblers, but often under pseudonyms, but largely with with the same personnel. In 1924 in September they also began a series of recordings done with smaller groups that were taken from the main band. Usually it was the rhythm section along with anywhere from one to four horn players and they recorded under a panoply of different names as well and we're going to be hearing from three of those groups today. The Little Ramblers, the Five Birmingham Babies, and the Goofus Five. And these were all uh, members of the California Ramblers. pretty much anchored by, in, in musical terms as well as in, in, in sonic terms, by the bass saxophone of Adrian Rollini, who also played some other instruments as well. We'll talk about that. So we're going to start with uh, the date in, uh, the first date of the Little Ramblers, September 18th of 1924. This was done for Columbia, as we're all the ones with that title. And this is a tune called the Deep Sea Blues. This is a kind of a, a stripped-down instrumentation. We have the rhythm section of Irving Brodsky on piano, Ray Kitchingman on banjo, uh, Stand King on drums, occasionally kazoo as well. There are some instruments uh, that are identified as kazoos that I think might be mouthpieces of saxophones and things like that, but there are no saxophone players on this uh, recording, so it must be the kazoo. Adrian Rolini is playing what was known as the goofus, which was a an instrument that was a, a woodwind instrument that was used or was um, operated with a, a piano keyboard that was held in the right hand, I guess, while the instrument was in the player's mouth. Kind of an unusual sound, almost like a uh, kind of a, a very fleet-sounding harmonica, I guess you'd have to say, and we will hear several uh, accounts of Adrian Rolini on the goofus coming up. And then in the front line, being the entire front line, was Bill Moore. We've encountered Bill Moore on some of the podcasts and shows we've done of the Jack Pettis Orchestra and the uh, Ben Burney Orchestra. After he left the California Ramblers, Bill uh, Moore became a member of uh, the Ben Burney Orchestra, which also recorded under Jack Pettus's name, doing some more jazz. He was an African-American or a a player of mixed race, and in those segregated times he couldn't be uh, suspected of having uh, been an African-American player, so he was billed as the Hot Hawaiian, Uh, and I guess it fooled enough people because he made quite a few recordings with white bands in the 1920s. So the first tune is called The Deep Sea Blues, and this will be a good example of what this band sounded like at the time and uh, what the smaller version of the California Ramblers was doing. This was a cover of a tune by another Columbia artist, Clara Smith, the great blues singer. And uh, it has completely instrumental, as many of the ones we're going to hear today are. Then we're going to jump over to the Birmingham Babies, the five Birmingham Babies, and a true jazz uh, standard from that day called Copenhagen, which had been originally recorded by uh, Big Spider Beck and the Wolverines. Uh, this was a, a great jazz tune, multi-strain tune, and this was recorded in November, November 10th of 1924 on Pathé. All the Birmingham baby sides were done for Pathé. And this featured a similar group. We're going to hear, uh, again, Irving Brodsky on piano, Adrian Rolini on bass sax and goofus uh, where goofus is heard Uh, Tommy Feline is on banjo Ray Kitchingman had moved on at that point even though he had founded the band Uh, Stan King again on drums and possibly uh the uh, kazoo as well, Bill Moore on cornet, and Bobby Davis on clarinet and alto sax, although occasionally he plays something that I think sounds more like a sea melody sax. We'll talk about that. And he, these were all charter members of the California Ramblers. So that will be Copenhagen. Following that, we're back to the Little Ramblers and a tune called Prince of Wales, another tune associated with the Chicago jazz bands. That was by Elmer Schoble, and that was recorded a few days later, November 14th of 1924, with that same group. After that, we're going to head over to a a pop song, Melancholy Lou, uh, it's called, and this was done in July, July 14th of 1925. A pop song by Ray Hibbler. This will feature Roy Johnston on trumpet, Tommy Dorsey on trombone. He was a member of the California Ramblers, as was his brother Jimmy, who'll show up a little bit later. Bobby uh, Davis, again, on clarinet, alto, and soprano. Adrian Rolini on bass sax, Irving Brodsky, Tommy Feline, and Stan King, again. That was Prince, or rather Melancholy Lou. then we're going to finish up that uh, session with a tune called "The Indigo." Blues And uh, all of these are sort of blues tunes. This was by Don Murray and Howdy Quixell, who were uh, both uh, part of the Gene Gold Ket Band of the time. This was recorded for Pathé by the Five Birmingham Babies in October, October 27th of 1925. And again, we're going to hear basically the same band, except with Frank Cush on trumpet, and uh, the same band otherwise. So those are our tunes for this set. The Little Ramblers doing the Deep Sea Blues. The Five Birmingham Babies doing Copenhagen. The Little Ramblers doing Prince of Wales and Melancholy Lou. And then the Five Birmingham Babies doing the Indigo Blues. All members of the California Ramblers. Have the small groups derived from the larger California Ramblers, which is a standard-sized 10 to 12-piece dance band that played mainly stock arrangements, uh, although they freed them up to have some good jazz solos in there, but they were all good readers, and that's why uh, publishers probably liked them, because they would uh, bring out these tunes in pretty un-, un- complicated form, as, as the stock arrangements were meant to do. But these smaller groups tended to have a little bit more jazz improv, although they too used some stock arrangements, and we heard a couple in that set that we just finished. We started out with the Deep Sea Blues, as I said, that was a Clara Smith tune done by the Little Ramblers. It was, in fact, their uh, first recording on September 18th of 1924, featuring Bill Moore on trumpet, Adrian Rollini playing both the Goofus and, well, actually just the Goofus on that particular track. Irving Brodsky on piano, Ray Kitchingman, the founder of the band on banjo, and Stan King on drums, kazoo, and taking a scat vocal in there as well. Then we jumped over to the Birmingham Babies, five Birmingham Babies recording for Pathé, and we heard Copenhagen, the jazz standard um, that was done in November of 1924, November 10th, with largely the same group. Tommy Feline replaced Ray Kitchingman on banjo, and Bobby Davis was added on clarinet and alto sax. Adrian Rolini also played some of his patented bass sax playing both bass lines and solos. He was one of the most underrated white jazz players of the 1920s. He was an outstanding musician, played very good piano. Later in his career in the 1930s, he switched over almost entirely to uh, xylophone and vibraphone and made quite a few recordings in the 1930s with some very fine jazz players uh, on those, on those instruments as well. Then we went back to the Little Ramblers and Prince of Wales for Pathé a couple of days later, February 14th of 1924, and we heard basically the same band there as well. Then we heard that pop song, Melancholy Lou, uh, which was uh, done by Ray Heister and featured Roy Johnston on trumpet along with Tommy Dorsey on trombone. Bobby Davis and Adrian Rolini, Irving Brodsky, Tommy Feline, and Stan King again. That was, as I said, July 14th of 1925, and an idea of how they approached a pop song. That was probably a stock arrangement, as were Copenhagen and Prince of Wales, which had been taken from some of the recordings that were done in Chicago by the Wolverines and uh, Friar Society Orchestra and others. Then we finished up with the Indigo Blues, which wasn't really a blues at all, done by or composed by uh, Don Murray and ha- uh, Howdy Quixel from the Gene Golquette Band. That was done in October, October 27th of 1925, by the five Birmingham Babies. And again, basically the same band as well. Now we're going to start out the next set with another tune from that same session called the Dixie Stomp. And this was composed by Adrian Rollini and uh, features, uh, among his other instruments, the Hot Fountain Pen, which was kind of like a, uh, they used to call it a kinder clarinet, I think, although it was more of a toy instrument. It was fingered like a clarinet, looked a little bit like it, but had a very uh, penetrating sort of wispy little sound. But Merlin was able to get some pretty respectable jazz out of it, as you will hear on the Dixie stop. Following that, we're going to go back to the Little Ramblers and a tune called Here Comes Melinda. And uh, this was a uh, a tune that uh, was recorded on April 6th of 1926. And we start getting more into the pop music idiom here as well. We're going to hear uh, Roy Johnston again on trumpet, Abe Lincoln on trombone, one of his first recording sessions. Of course, he became much better known in the 50s and 60s playing with the various Matty Matlock groups out on the West Coast. And we're going to hear uh, Bobby Davis on clarinet and alto and probably soprano sax. Sam Ruby on either tenor or C melody sax. He was also in the California Ramblers. Uh, and I guess the same rhythm section, Irving Brodsky, Tommy Felline. And actually, in this case, the drummer switches. It becomes Herb Weil playing drums instead of Stan King. So that's Here Comes... Melinda, and that particular song was composed by uh, Harry Axt and uh, his uh, partner Davis, actually the vaudevillian Benny Davis in that case, that's Here Comes Melinda. Then we're going to go to our first tune by the Goofus Five, and this was named for the instrument that I mentioned that Adrian really played. He played on the first tune. Um, he gradually gave that up. It was kind of a limited instrument. It was more of a novelty thing, but it gave its name to this band, the Goofus Five, which recorded for OK, which was more of a jazz label. So we get a little bit more jazz on these, even though we have... Um, uh, a higher degree, if anything, of pop tunes. The first tune we're going to hear from them is You Gotta Know How to Love, from June 29th of 1926. Uh, and this band features Chelsea queeley on trumpet. He became a pretty well-known studio player in the 1920s and 30s. Again, Abe Lincoln on trombone, Bobby Davis and Sam Ruby on reeds, Adrian Rolini on bass sax and goofus if we hear it, Irving Brodsky on piano, Tommy Feline on uh, banjo, and Herb Weil on drums. And uh, following that, we're going to hear two more of the Goofus 5 things. We're going to hear a cover version of the Louis Armstrong Hot 5 recording of Heebie-Jeebies by Boyd Atkins. And it pretty much follows the same routine as the Armstrong recording. This was done in September, September 24th of 1926. And includes a vocal by Ernie Hare, one of the Happiness Boys. um, Here, uh, giving kind of a Louis Armstrong imitation without quite so much gravel, I suppose. Then we're going to finish up that set with the Wang Wang Blues which had been a jazz standard since the Paul Whiteman recording in about 1920. This was done on April 14th of 1927, and uh, much better recording quality once we get to this point. We're definitely in the, in the electric recording era as well. Slightly smaller group, no trombone, um, and uh, in this case, there is no vocal on this particular track, but um, we will hear possibly some second piano, which would be by Adrian Rollini. So those are our tracks, The Dixie Stomp by The Five Birmingham Babies, Here Comes Melinda by The Little Ramblers, and then You Gotta Know How to Love, Heebie-Jeebies, and The Wang Wang Blues by The Goofus Five.
1: You see, yells and boys paint their little If you don't know it, you all to learn it. Don't feel blue. Someone to teach. you.
0: little bit of the Goofus on the last tune, which was the Wang Wang Blues by the Goofus Five, also featuring Edwin Erlini on bass sax. We heard Chelsea Queely on trumpet, uh, Bobby Davis on clarinet alto, possibly soprano. I don't think I heard any tenor sax in there. If there was, it was by Sam Ruby. There was a low saxophone solo towards the end, but that was an alto. Irving Brodsky took some very fine piano solos. He was a good pianist who recorded with Bix and uh, a number of the white musicians at the time. Tommy Feline, again, on banjo, and Herb Weil on drums. If there was a second piano, that was Adrian Rollini as well. We uh, preceded that with the Heebie-Jeebies, which was essentially the same group by the Goofus Five. These were all done for OK Records, if it was the Goofus Five. September 24th of 1926, and uh, that featured a vocal by the Happiness Boy, one of the Happiness Boys, Ernie Hare. And before that, we heard You Gotta Know How to Love, uh, one of the early Goofus 5 tunes from June 29th of 1926. And we heard, again, uh, some good saxophone by uh, Adrian Rolini, bass sax, and also Bobby Davis on uh, clarinet and alto. We heard some trombone in there, I believe, too, by Abe Lincoln. Before that was The Little Ramblers recording for Columbia, and we heard Here Comes Melinda, and that kind of pop tune from the period, and that was done April 6th of 1926. We're going roughly chronological here. And that featured um, uh, Abe Lincoln again on uh, trombone, along with uh, Roy Johnson, in this case, on trumpet, uh, Bobby Davis, Adrian Rillian, Irving Brodsky, Tommy Feline, and uh, Herb Weil again. And we started out that set with The Five Birmingham Babies doing a tune called The Dixie Stop, an Adrian Rollini original. And Dixie was the name of his wife, so I think it referred to that rather than the uh, south of the uh, Mason-Dixie line, Dixie. And that was done uh, for Pathé, October 27th of 1925. Again, basically the same band. Frank Cush was on trumpet for that one. So we have one more set of uh, these related groups that were all derived from the personnel of the California Ramblers. And uh, most feature Adrian Rolini, who, as I said, was a really outstanding player. And we're going to hear even more of him on this next session. We're going to hear six tunes in the next set. And they all feature Adrian Rolini's bass sax. And the recording quality is especially good. Uh, So we get to hear the resonance of his sound, both in the bass bass. Uh, register, the bass line and also in solo as well. We're going to start out with uh, a tune that was, uh, I don't know if it was the flip side, but it was from the same uh, uh, recording session as Wang Wang Blues done by the Goofus Five. This is the Arkansas Blues by Anton Lada, the drummer. This was a particularly uh, popular tune in the very early days of the 1920s. A lot of the blues and pseudo-blues singers sang this one and uh, we're going to hear the Goofus Five do that. Following that, we're going to go to two tunes that were done by uh, the Little Ramblers. Two of the last tunes done by the Little Ramblers, July 8th of 1927. Play It Red and the Swamp Blues. Play It Red was a Harry Barris tune and Swamp Blues by someone named Bivens. don't know anything about him. But this was done uh, with a person called Chelsea queeley on Trumpet. Bobby Davis and possibly Jimmy Dorsey on Clarence and Altos. Might be a couple of reads in there. Adrian Rolini on bass sax and Goofus where appropriate. Irving Brodsky, Tommy Feline, and Herb Weil again on the rhythm section. And this was the established rhythm section of the uh, California Ramblers, so they were used to playing together. After that, we're going to hear another Goofus 5 tune. Uh, This is a a really nice uh, ballad type of tune. It's called... Uh, Lazy Weather, and it was by uh, DeRose and was recorded on June 15th of 1927. We're going to hear Jack Russin on piano instead of Robrodsky and Al Filburn on trombone uh, along with the usual group. Then we're going to hear the last tune we have of the five Birmingham babies done for Pathé. This was one of the only ones that was recorded electrically. That was a kind of a small company that featured a lot of acoustic recordings up until the end. But this one uh, goes into the electric recording era. As I said, June 24th, 1927. Chelsea Queely on trumpet. Bobby Davis on alto and clarinet. Jack Russin again on piano. Herb Weil on drums. Adrian Rolini on bass sax. No banjo in this one. Ed Kirkaby is the vocalist. He was uh, one of the leaders of the... The California Ramblers, and he made a lot of recordings in the 1920s and 30s, sometimes uh, under the pseudonym of Ted Wallace. And he later became one of Fats Waller's managers as well. And the tune we're going to hear is co-composed, if we believe it, by Ed Kirkaby and Ed and Adrian Rollini, and it's called Heartbreaking Baby. Heartbreaking baby. Then we're going to finish up with a Goofus 5 tune that was kind of a cover of the Gene Goldkette number, Clementine from New Orleans. And this is a, uh, a really good hot dance number with the same band along with Al Fir- Philburn on trombone, probably Sam Ruby on tenor sax, and Beth Chalice, who was masquerading under the name of Sadie Green on vocals. That was Clementine from New Orleans by... Henry Creamer and Harry Warren. So those are our tunes to finish off our Little Ramblers set. The Goof is Five doing Arkansas Blues. The Little Ramblers doing Play It Red and Swamp Blues. The Goof is Five again on Lazy Weather. The Five Birmingham Babies on Heartbreak and Baby. And the Goof is Five on Clementine. <laughs>
1: We'll Baking baby, that's what she is, a million bows of La Peggy Joyce, has the class like a Rolls Royce, take her on a party, gee how the boys all stare, black bottom, black bottom, that baby doll is there, eyes that shine form divine, boy ain't she cute, full of pep, see her step, got everything to suit. Rich man, poor man, beggar man, thief, she hands them plenty of grief. Swab and swagger makes them stagger. Heartbreaking baby of mine, sweet baby, heartbreaking baby of mine. It's only 17, but what a queen, oh my. She has two flashing eyes, they surely can hypnotize. And when she rolls them, pal, just kiss your gal goodbye. And oh, 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 when she starts dancing, she plays a mean castanet, you won't forget, I mean. She kissed a boy named James, his rubber collar burst into flames. That gal called Clementine from New Orleans.
0: that finishes our hot dance tribute to the Little Ramblers, a small group taken out of the uh, California Ramblers dance band organization, who were responsible for hundreds, literally hundreds of recordings during the 1920s, even extending up into the mid-30s, although the band changed a lot and it was used as a pseudonym at one point for the Charlie Barnett Orchestra. So we started out with the Goofus Five doing the Arkansas Blues, Chelsea Queely on trumpet, uh, no trombone on that one, probably Bobby Davis on clarinet, alto, and soprano. Adrian Rolini on bass sax, and we heard some Goofus in there as well. Um, Ted, uh, or rather, um, uh, uh, who was it? Irving Brodsky was on piano on that particular one. And then Tommy Fellino on banjo and Herb Weil on drums. Following that, we heard the two tunes by the Little Ramblers, Play It Red and Swamp Blues. Play It Red may have been composed for the Gene Goldkett Orchestra. That's a, a lost recording of the Gold Goldkett band uh, when Vic Spiderbeck and Frank Trumbauer were with it. So that might have been uh, one of their features and possibly in that arrangement. It might have been a stock. I don't know. The next one, Swamp Blues, Swamp Blues, certainly was a stock because Fletcher Henderson recorded it at about the same time. And on that we heard Chelsea queeley and Bobby Davis, possibly Jimmy Dorsey playing clarinet and alto. There was a alto solo on Swamp Blues that sounded an Awful lot like him. Irving Brodsky was on piano, Adrian Rolini on bass sax, Tommy Feline on banjo, and Herb Weil on drums again. Then we heard that very pretty song, Lazy Weather, and that was back to the Goofus Five and uh, had the same band with Jack Russin on piano replacing Brodsky and Al Philburn on trombone, June 15th of 1927. And then, the last Birmingham Babies tune, Five Birmingham Babies, Heartbreaking Baby, the Ed Kirkaby and Adrian Rollini original with Ed Kirkaby on the vocal, Adrian Rollini on bass sax, Jack Russon on piano, Herb Weil on drums and again Chelsea Queeley and Bobby Davis. And then we finished up with that nice dance band arrangement of Clementine, which was uh, definitely inspired by the Gene Gold Kett, uh, arrangement and recording from the same period. That was August 10th of 1927. Featured Beth Chalice on vocal and and uh, the group that we had heard previously. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. This is definitely hot dance of the 1920s. Vodio Doe, as it was called, although this was a good deal better than the usual college, hot, bouncy dance jazz influence playing. These were some first-rate jazz players, especially in the person of Adrian Rolini, who never gets his due. Uh, an exceptional, exciting musician who, with Chelsea queeley uh, and Bobby Davis, went to England shortly after this, and so the California Ramblers, for all intents and purposes, broke up, although there were some substitutes. Spencer Clark played bass sax, uh, on the next few recording sessions but to hear rollini and company we have to go across the atlantic and hear the fred alzaldi orchestra and we will be doing a podcast on them coming up in a little while so hope you're enjoying these programs. My name is John Clark. This is the Jazz Focus. If you'd like to sponsor us, please do. I mentioned on a couple of last programs, I've had a couple of people who've sent me voice recordings on Anchor. I didn't know that was possible, but it's nice to hear your voice. Except I have no way of responding to you, so uh, shoot me an email or contact me on my social media, Instagram and Facebook. It's Wolverine Jazz Band or WolverineJazzBand.net I hope to hear from you soon, and I'll see you on the other side.